Yeah, try not to fart on your wife. I'm, that's, that's <laughs> I mean... Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Juice and Jury podcast. This week, we have our first ever guests on our episode. We have Dumo, we have Murad, and we have Kevin here. They're going to give us the male perspective on some of these hot topics that we're talking about. You'll notice that Shanika is not with us this week. She just couldn't make it. That's okay. She'll be back next week. So what's one of the first things we're jumping into this week, T? Well, well, first off, I want to say thank you guys so much for joining us, and uh, we're going to try oh, yeah. to thank you know, guys. <laughs> as soon as we possibly can, so let's get right to it. I'm going to read something from Reddit, because I thought it was ridiculous, but I want to know what you guys, or how you guys feel about it, okay? Um, there's a lot, but um, a woman asked, that, she, or she said that um, she overheard her partner saying that he was thinking about cheating on her, but uh, yeah, and she doesn't know how to move forward. She overheard her partner saying that uh, he was thinking about cheating on her. So she doesn't know what to do. Oh, he hasn't done it, but she heard him like, talking to his friend saying that he was thinking about cheating on her. Why wouldn't she just confront him? Like, that's so obvious to me. Yeah. Is that all the post says? Because it's a short post. Maybe. Yeah. Does she say if the other Her boyfriend. Saying she overheard was, her boyfriend say that he was going to cheat on her? He was thinking about cheating on her. So oh, bro, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I agree with Duval on that. That what? Or was it, uh, was it Maureen? Uh, just call him out on it. But he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, but just go What's that, what's that movie when they start arresting people for stuff they haven't done yet? <laughs> no, I don't know. Is it The Perch? No, no, no. Not The Perch. There's like a movie, like a futuristic thing where they have a system about like people oh, with Tom Cruise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the and like Megan Good did a version of the show like recently, like it's basically um it's like minority report. Minority report, yeah. Okay. They basically have the system where it's in the future and the system itself could tell the future. And based on that system, they arrest people before crimes are committed. No crime has happened. The guy did not cheat. She heard him talk shit. He's a dumbass. What is he gonna do? I I want to rob a bank tomorrow. Is then he guilty what, of did I do it? He didn't do it. Wait, did are you saying he she shouldn't confront him at all? She didn't say like Is this your husband or your boyfriend? What is it? Your husband. But the issue is, is that you're gonna serve problems where there is no problem. Well, I mean, there's, there's a, a problem. There's already a problem. Yeah, there's a problem. He's either. thinking about it. Right? He's not only thinking about it, he's advertising this to people. So to me, the problem is already established. Like, first of all, it's one thing to think about it, okay? It's one thing to be like, hmm, I wonder if I should. It's another thing to be like, well, I'm telling a friend, I'm thinking of cheating on my phone. First of all, what an idiot. Who yeah, does this? And second of all, like, do you think he wants to get caught? And second of all, like, I would just question my judgment of being with this idiot. I'd be like, Really? This guy's talking to people telling him that he wants to cheat on me? Like, what? What is that? I would I would go talk to him and based on his reaction, I would decide if I don't want to be with this person. Because that's just like super bad judgment stupidity. Like, 
what what is going on so um there was a girl on reddit that said that um her partner had mentioned to her, to her that he was attracted to one of her female friends but he doesn't intend on acting on it but he just said hey i'm attracted to your friend I just so have a question <laughs> about these Reddit men. Like, what is wrong with these guys? Yeah, what is Reddit? <laughs> like, this Reddit is where people go to say all the stuff they would never say, like in real life. So they're telling you all the real truth about what they're thinking and doing. Dumb stuff is happening here, where a man is going to his wife or his girlfriend, like, "Hey, hey I'm sure you know I'm attracted to, to your this friend, woman. I'm never going to do nothing about her. it, but yeah. I just want to let you know that she's hot." What would you do? No, like, what would you do? Like, if your partner came to you and said, "Hey, I, you know, I just want to let you know that I'm attracted to your friend, but don't worry, I don't plan on acting." I feel like there's got to be better context to this. Like, what was the context under which he revealed this information? Was this a situation where they were fighting, and he's like, oh, "Your friend is hot anyway," or was it like, was it like she's asking him, "Which one of my friends do you think is hot?" And he answered her Does honestly. It Does it matter? That's he, all you he, he came. It totally matters. It totally you could definitely he, he meets tell. it either way, so what you know. You could tell you're married to a lawyer. You can definitely tell. <laughs> Why do you say that? Tell me what happened before, after, it's during. Really, and next it's like then I can give you my answer. Two lines. He told you all, boy. Kevin, I want to hear from you. Me too. I want to hear from Kevin. You more? Does she do your Zoom meeting? If you're, if you're girl. Yeah, if your girl came to you and said that um, she was talking to one of your friends, but don't worry, she doesn't plan on acting on it or, you know. Yeah, so uh, when I said that uh, uh, that that person should be confronted, I don't mean like like in an accusatory way. I just mean like if, if okay, let's turn the tables around, right? Like let's say uh, the situation was reversed and uh, I heard my girlfriend do that, right? Uh, the way I would look at it is say, okay, well, you know, I, I heard you say so-and-so. And at that point, she either denies it or, uh, um, you know, uh, accepts that uh, she got caught, right? Now, yeah, granted, Murad has a good point. Like, there, there's, there's, you know, nothing, nothing has been committed there. There's, not, you know, uh, no wrong, wrongdoing at that point. But I, I think at that point, it warrants discussing the future of the relationship. And this is a different scenario than the first scenario. About the cheating line. You're talking about the overhearing um, of um, the possibility that this partner might cheat. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. Now there's another scenario where the, is it the girl, the boy, does it say? Um, it was a female said this about her, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend mentioned to her that he was attracted to one of her friends, but he doesn't plan on acting on it. He said okay. that to her. That he's attracted to one of her friends. Yeah, the relationship is over. Let's no. let's cut no. to the Or it's just very open. I know you're gonna say or it's just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, the new beginning. Well, look, th think of it, Maureen. People, you can't police people's thoughts, right? On one hand, you can. On and I think. The unwritten rule is if you're going to think about it, you can't mention it. I think the biggest slap is not only thinking about it, but feeling comfortable enough to tell the other person, oh, by the way, this is where my head's at. Mm -hmm. I think that's disrespectful. 
I think there's no going back from that. Yeah. Said, Kick her to the curb. Hell yeah. Why is your head there? <laughs> like, oh, well, is he paying the bills? That's different. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a big difference, yeah. Then he's allowed to say whatever he wants. <laughs> no, um, sorry. I, I want to hear from Kevin again because I think you're muted. I don't know if you said something. Uh, so the the situation here is just the dude said that uh, he's attracted to somebody else. To her friend, friend. friend, her girlfriend, but he never wants to act on it. He he's just wants friend. her to know that her girl's hot, basically. A lot of women have insecurities, right? Like men, men and women have insecurities, man. But like, generally speaking, for the vast majority, women, even beautiful women, have insecurities. So why would you kind of poke at that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get to the curb. Him, it came to the curb. <laughs> to the curb, you're out next. I think that's respectful and appropriate for a man to tell um, his his girl that, like, saying, "Oh, you're playing hot." What? Like, well, it, it depends on it depends on the girl as well, too. Because I, I've dated a lot of girls where they call other girls hot. You know what I mean? So it, it depends on the kind of girl that you go with. Like, yeah, girl that's girl, a girl can say that. A guy, your your boyfriend. I like if I say this girl is pretty, that's one thing. If Dumo says that girl is pretty, then there's a problem. <laughs> what if what if Dumo says that guy's hot? I would give him a little side eye and be like, okay. <laughs> Well, firstly, yeah, that wouldn't that would never happen. Just saying, in case you were thinking, in case you were wondering, I'd be surprised by that. I, honestly, I think it, it really depends on the the level of comfort in the relationship. The relationship. I think, I think some people just m make too big a story out of something, and it depends on your values, and it depends on your morals, mm -hmm. it depends on your comfort level, it depends on a lot of things. Relationship. I have something to say about the comfort level in relationships. I'm a strong believer that you should not ever be too comfortable in your relationship. Like I'm not ever advocating, you know, there are some couples that like poop, like not together, but like, like, you know, that, <laughs> no judgment. I think Dumo just gave you this. There are couples that wipe each other's ass. Like, no. They're super comfortable with each other to like a really crazy degree to me. I think that there's always got to be a little bit of like a little bit of decorum in a relationship. At least a little bit. Like there's got to be some level of respect for the other person. But but you can't be the judge of that though. Like that's no, but I, I don't think somebody it's... else might be okay with other stuff than you are, right? Like I don't uh... think it's healthy to go all the way. I don't think it'll, it's healthy long term. It depends. And I just want to, like, you know, full disclosure, we do not poop around each other. So it's all like, but, um, <laughs> but I, I think it actually depends. I think, like, some couples that do that, like, I've heard of certain couples, like, um, and no, like, no offense to people that do this, but, like, you know, help each other, like, you know, shave down there or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's a lot. I don't need help with that. <laughs> No, there are some areas you can't get. There are some things you can't turn back from, guys, and just, you know, like Lotto says, know your limits, 
and play within it. All right. There's some. <laughs> you can't go back from that. Somebody mark that down. That's the quotable quote. <laughs> what are we? I feel like yeah. There's certain things like it should be kept a mystery. Like even for a woman, like you shouldn't let you know. I don't know your partner see everything. So yeah. Yeah. What do you men think about that? You guys agree? What's every? I don't understand what what you should see everything. No, I just I give you an example of like. So we were talking about like pooping around each other. Yeah, I'm cool with not seeing you poop. Yeah. You want to see anybody poop? Like yeah, nobody okay wants you that. there. I'm okay with that. I don't even want my kids to walk in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, no, I. <laughs> it's a private. Yeah. I agree. Like that's just me though. Like I'm not. I don't like my bathroom time is private. I don't want nobody in there when I'm in there. Uh, and I don't. No, my kids are with me. I'm good with that. Yeah. What my do you think, Kevin? Kevin is very quiet about this. <laughs> Kevin is very quiet about Kevin, this. Kevin, do you mind? If Kevin, who do you I'm, poop with? If you're selling in the room with Mel, you poop. I, I don't. I hate to break it to you, but I'm pooping right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's 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 the poop. I'm very comfortable. What it is. <laughs> It's a bubble. No, I, no, I agree. Like, uh, there, there, there should be some things that should remain uh, a, a mystery. Yeah. And how you poop is uh, definitely uh, one of those. Things. So, Kevin, would you care if your partner um, farted around you? Like, would that bother you? Farting? Is that what you said? That's yes. what she said, bro. Hey, you know, <laughs> if it, if it's you know if it's taco night, man, like uh, there's some free passes sometimes, man, you know. And you can't. <laughs> it, there's, there, you know, it, there's something to be said to have some uh, some decorum and some civility, but you know, uh, it's a it's a natural bodily function. And sometimes so you don't mind. Gotta, you don't mind. Gotta, it, it, it gotta go. It gotta go, man. I mean, healthy if you hold it in. That's all I'm saying. I mean, there's a time and place for it. Like, if you're in an elevator, definitely, you know, you wanna you wanna abstain from that. You know. But then there's but a I've comedy, seen, right? I, I, you know, I've seen people oh. like fart on each other in a group of people, and so you hang out with weird couples. Some people just have no shame, and they they don't, yeah. you know, they they're. It, it's not a thing for them, you know. It's a, yeah, I think it's a comfort thing because like my friend, um, she mentioned that her and her husband um, had like farting wars, like where they would like fart and stuff. <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's cute. Like, like I don't know if it's I like will, I will say this. I will say this though. Yes, Kev, please speak. There, 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 there are certain things that when uh, going back to the Maureen about your com uh, your your point about com uh, being too comfortable, this is one of those things that when you do things like this because. In, in relationships and even more so with with marriage uh, and and you guys can attest to this I, I, I would imagine that you sometimes your 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 spouse would do something that you found completely unattractive you know and the more that person does that That's uh, then it, there's a possibility you're taking the kind of like you know the fire out of the or the, the romance out of the marriage you know like when you get too comfortable yeah. And doing certain things, and even if it's joking about a certain thing that, like you know, uh, uh, triggers you or whatever, but you, you got to be able to read your spouse. And if you if you're doing if you're being intentionally obnoxious to the point where it's irritating, then it's going to become a problem eventually. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. Don't do that. Pardon? Pardon. So you're saying don't do that? 
Yeah, try not to fart on your wife. That's not <laughs> I mean, all right. But if it, if it slips out, man, you know, like. Yeah, I feel like some bodily functions are inevitable when you're living with someone for several years. But, I'm just saying it's unhealthy to vote green, guys. Just exit the room. Go to another room. Go to the washroom. Be sure to come out. But um, it reminds me of like my grandmother. Like it's just no, that just reminds me of my grandmother. Where are you going with those words? Sorry, my train of thought. Um, the whole being too comfortable and stuff. She always used to tell me, like many times, she told me, make sure that around the house you don't look like garbage. <laughs> like basically, okay, like, don't like this person. Like you always have to look nice for your husband, always, which really I don't always listen to. But <laughs> those are a little bit of archaic ways of thought, right? Those are right. like because you want to be comfortable with your yeah, home, so you like, look whatever way. I'm not asking oh. you to dress makeup on, pull on, like walk through the kitchen just to do laundry, like no, right? That those are all ways of thinking. Right? What does Dumo ask you? <laughs> I'm looking at him and he looks at me like, what is that an expectation? No. <laughs> Well, God, God bless. Yeah, it would be nice. No, I'm just <laughs> no, but she even told me she's like, she's like, you have to wear like satin nightgowns to bed, <laughs> like things like that, like really old school stuff. We can and, get into uh, wear in another podcast because I've got opinions. A man can dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> That's another topic. Not in my house. <laughs> my son is always ruining my dreams with his foot. Kicking you in the head, like like you used to do, probably to your parents. I, that I know, but that's because I actually got good pillows, and my kids stole my pillows. Yes, yeah. yeah. And now every time I'm sleeping, I'm just like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I I want to know what you guys think, um, because you know there's this like the whole rise with like BBLs and plastic surgery and stuff like that, and just want to know like how do you guys feel about it? Like, do you care if your girl? has had some work done, if she got, you know, made her lips a little plump, booty a little plump, got some- And breasts. how much? And how much is like too much? Do you, like, yeah, or is it, is it like, do you mind or, yeah, what are your thoughts? All right, um, uh, go do more, go. Yeah, yeah, I personally don't mind. I think my views on plastic surgery have changed over the years, right? I recall that when I was younger and definitely more naive, I would have said, no, don't do plastic surgery. God made you like this. Accept it. Embrace it. That's who you are. Why do you want to change something that God has made? But I think with time and talking to people, you suddenly realize that, you know, Life is, in fact, short. You don't get a redo. So if it's something that's important to someone else, then, and it doesn't change, you know, or affect me adversely, then it's not something bad. Mm -hmm. But that being said, there is a limit, right? I've seen some, I don't know if you guys have seen this, the people, uh, the random YouTube YouTubers who has done the most plastic surgeries and they just look like this walking mannequin right so that's the limit where i'd well draw the line 
Or it doesn't look like realistic or not. Yeah, exactly. And if you're spending $300,000 on plastic surgery, then we got a bigger problem, right? Yeah. Well, only if it's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> yeah, I think some people right. and that's where the, the problem comes in. For sure. Kev, what do you think? Overdone. You, you said uh, there's a limit. Where do you draw the limit? Well, if it comes off fake, like uh, a story that just jumps to my mind was um, I recall reading once on this paper where this uh, guy from, I don't know if it was, I'm pretty sure it was China, was suing his wife for birthing for ugly. an ugly child. Oh, was that the one where she took off the makeup and then she was not like cute? No, no, no. She looks like, I'm talking nine out of 10 model. Oh. Facelift, everything. He meets her. She's the trophy wife. And they have a child. And it's the, I shouldn't say the ugliest child. But according to the lawsuit and the complaint, it was the ugliest child. The dad was surprised that the, the kid turned out so ugly. Yeah. It's because he didn't see what the mom looked like previously to the classic. He's like, no, nah, I didn't sign up for this. Look at my child. He's like, so, so yeah, that's, that's where we draw the line. <laughs> that's, that's really that's really foolish. Like, so if she was ugly, yes, he maybe I don't he might know, have so. not married her and then yeah, not then have he, an ugly child. So he he basically married her. He's like, wait a minute, you're really ugly. Like, you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> That's that's messed up. Like that's also yeah, his. No, that's that's very... his child too. What if he made the child ugly? Yeah, like, I don't I mean? believe in. Uh, is it her fault? I don't believe well, involving children in this business. Like, I like you know I I I joke around about like ugly babies all the time. Like everybody's like, oh this baby, like the newborn babies. Oh they're so cute. They're ugly. Like if you've ever seen some newborn babies, like they're not cute. But I'm never. They're so. I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying all of them. But like they're babies, they're innocent, they're pure. There's nothing to hate about them. There's not like there's never a day you're gonna catch me saying, "Oh, a lawsuit about this baby being ugly." Like no, that's that's dumb. That's stupid. Um, as far as plastic surgery for women, um, I am more like the naive Dumo, right? I am more of the belief of if that's the way you're born, you're you're going to be beautiful to somebody, number one. Number two, plastic surgery, certain things about plastic surgery are not okay to me as far as like, um, what do you, um, what do you call those things that when you bring the belly down? Um, tummy tucks? Like tummy tucks and stuff like that for people who don't work for it, right? So if you, for example, are getting a tummy tuck because you're overweight or you want to get rid of that fat, but you don't work out, you don't eat proper, you don't do any of that stuff, I don't believe in that. If you worked out and you ate proper and you're working hard for your body and you got scars and you got like skin or whatever that you want to get rid of, I believe that's deserved, right? Go get yourself that, that procedure. You worked hard for it. I'm also not anybody to tell you this is how you should look. This is how you should feel. If that's what makes you feel better, go ahead. Do your thing. You're you're your own, like, nobody else is in your body except you. But to me, if you're taking my opinion, I'm always going to say no to plastic surgery. Like, I'm always going to be like, if you want to lose weight or if you want to take fat off, whatever, go lose weight and go 
work out and go eat proper. So then after you do the surgery, you don't bounce back and go back to the old person that you were because you don't know how to control it. That's kind of my process. But with beautification, like if you have some kind of deformity in your face or, um, you know, you have like lips that are above your like gum line, like there's some kind of thing that's obvious and it's affects your your um, self-esteem and self-confidence, go for it. Do it. Because if that's what you need to step out of your house and feel good about yourself, then do it. But what I'm not okay with is things that are lazy people just trying to look good and bypass a certain process of um, like weight, like BBLs, like, come on, right? Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't need to look like a Kardashian. No, the Kardashians like don't know what a, a real body looks like. All that stuff, right? And I mean, look, again, if that's how you want to look, sure. You know what I mean? Do it. I'm not going to say anything, but if, right? You learn how to deal with food. Learn how to deal with exercise. Learn how to be healthy before you go ahead. But if you have some kind of thing, like some scar on your face or on your body or on your, like your nose is crooked or your lips are whatever, and you need a procedure because you want to, you want to fit in. Although you're beautiful to me, I say, okay, go get it because that's, that's going to affect your day to day. You don't look good. You don't feel good when you look in the mirror, go and do that. Mm -hmm. right. But plastic surgery on another, like, I, yeah, I think I've talked too long about it. So I think you guys got it. <laughs> No, it's all good. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I just don't believe in like all that BBL and like traveling to go get this done and that done just because you want to fit with fit in with the masses. Like you know what I mean? You got to have a, a a fat ass and a Coca Cola waist. Like who? That's not realistic. That's not realistic. Like I, it doesn't make sense to me. I'd yeah. rather your body look normal and your brain work like better than you know, you looking super fine and you're so super materialistic and superficial about everything like your body. Mm -hmm. we have to talk about. Yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, to each their own is what it is, you know, do, do what you, what makes you happy. And, and that's, see, I'm not, I'm not used to going to Dominican or Colombia or wherever it is um, and getting work done because it's your choice. So. Nighting. Like, I think that we should definitely, when it comes to like fitness and stuff like that, you should absolutely put in the work because nothing comes easy. Whatever comes easy goes easy. So like, even if you do get your BBL, get all this stuff, you know, first of all, BBL is, I think the riskiest procedure you can do in plastic surgery, people die from getting BBLs. So I don't, I don't think anyone should take that lightly. I feel like also it's really on trend right now to have big butts, but it's not always on trend. So, like, who knows? The trend could go in the next five, ten years. I think, like, yeah, you should be more confident in the body that you have. But I completely understand, like, especially as you get older in life, that things change in your body, especially as women, when we have kids and stuff like that, certain things change. And there's some things that we can fix with fitness and weight loss. And there's some things that will never be fixed that way. And so <clears throat> I think... I'm the only person who has to actually live my life in my body. Like nobody else has to do that. Like everybody else can give me advice, but they don't have to actually walk in my shoes. They don't have to live in my body and deal with the way it feels and what I look like every day. And so on that way, I believe that we should each have like our own kind of decision at the end of the day, but I don't think it's a decision that should be taken lightly. And I think 
I think like to a certain extent, we really need to work a lot more on our mental health before we work on our physical health. And that's easily said, but dude, is it ever hard? But like, it's just hard. It's really hard. I think everybody deals with stuff that they don't like about themselves. Everybody's got insecurities and that's okay though. Like but people need to understand that insecurities are okay. It's a part of life, right? It's not about not no, it's not easy to say. It's it's what everybody lives. It's just not everybody says it. Not everybody's okay with saying I've got an insecurity. They pretend like they don't, but every single person's got something that they're not good with. Right? Or they feel they're, they're not. Right. Yeah. Right. That they feel they're not good at. They feel they're not they don't feel good about whether it's mental, emotional, physical. Everybody's got them. And it's gotta be okay. You gotta understand, or the people have got to understand that it's okay to have them. You don't have be a certain way you don't have to be looking like these magazines are making out women to look like because so and same thing with the boys i mean it's a little to me i i imagine it's a little easier with the boys than the women because i just slap them on the back of the head be like yo toughen up <laughs> but you know women have it very hard with like a lot of things as far as like the physical is concerned and it plays games like 12 year old girls are looking at girls on magazine covers and online and they're like i want to look like that why <laughs> like you know why do you need, why do you need to feel like you need to look like that you are beautiful how, how you are like you don't need to get work done you don't need to Put make color, you don't have to have your hair a certain way. Uh, yeah, I tell my daughter that all the time, I tell my kids that all the time. That then the men need to tell their boys and the girls, like the moms, need to teach their boys that there's a certain way you need to treat women, right? Yeah. Women are there, shouldn't be this expectation of women to be magazine like because that's unrealistic. You know, if you're beautiful and you're model like and you're like that, that's beautiful, it's great. I'm happy for you and you know good but you can't put someone down because they don't fit that description right yeah you can't take that out on them i don't believe in that so yeah. that's where, that's where surgery and i stand <laughs> agree kevin we're waiting to hear from you too but uh you know you mentioned like the the magazine uh, a couple of times but i think more so now it, it's all about like social media too like you know uh, the amount of time like kids spend on social media now, it's ridiculous because we didn't have that like when we were younger you know in our in our adolescence you know like we lived in a world before social media existed and we grew up with it and we've seen the transition and the bombardment of, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, the uh, standards, right? It, it's like just been completely inflated. Like uh, they have a false concept of what beauty really is, right? And you're gonna hear uh, like a lot of stuff about, you know, beauty is on the inside and blah, 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 whatever, whatever, right? But when you're an adolescent, you know, you're going through puberty, you're going through like a whole bunch of like different life, you know, and uh, self-image and self-esteem become like a very real factor, right? And especially, again, going back to like social media, bullying was one thing, but now we have cyberbullying, which is, you know, incrementally worse. So 
it, it's hard, you know, some some kids, I, I think, more again, you're right. Like, it, it depends on how you bring up your kids, too, because uh, there's there's parents who, you know, there's adults who are old, but they haven't really matured. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure all of us can just, uh, you know, uh, say, oh, I know that I, I know exactly that person you're talking about, because there's some people that we don't socialize with anymore because their level of maturity hasn't peaked. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and those are the, you know, those, those people end up having kids and they end up teaching them the same kind of garbage that they've come to believe as adults, you know? So really depending on how, how you raise your kid, really like you could have like a superstar kid that just, you know, is super, humble, grateful, polite, like all of these things, it depends on, on the values that you, that you instill in your kids. And if you don't instill those values, you're just going to have another mini, right? Like, and, and that's, the, that's the reality too. I've heard a lot of parents refer to their kids as mini me's, you know, but they forget that they're their own individual and you have to express, they're going to have to express themselves how they feel eventually. Right. So, if uh, you know, there's this one scene in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air where uh, uh, Uncle Phil was telling Carlton that uh, he's uh, that he's going to Princeton, and Carlton was like, I don't want to go to Princeton, I want to go to Yale, right? You know, so like a lot of parents set these expectations for their kids, and they're just like really beyond uh, their, their, their grasp. Uh, so it comes to uh, reality. You, if you don't teach your kids right, they're just gonna end up being as superficial as you. You know, if you're the type. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the next topic. The next topic that I wanted to bring up is actually about privilege, and the concept of privilege. Um, I know when I say privilege, most people start thinking about race right away, but I actually, because we have the men here, I wanted to bring up, um, like gender or sex i don't know what, what people mean i don't know what you know what, what's the right term but is there such a thing as male privilege you believe and that we think about um i'll qualify it i think in the context of north america male privileged is overplayed it's not to say it's not there, but I think that it's overplayed. What does that mean? Meaning since 2011, the Me Too movement, an argument can be made and should be made that uh, women have as much rights as, uh, as males. And in fact, uh, the idea of no privilege is it's a phantom. It's uh, at least in North America and Western Europe. And then if you go to other countries, like a woman, let me flip the script, right? You're asking the guys, does male privilege exist? And the flip question would be to the woman, what privileges do men enjoy that you can't enjoy? That's yeah. a 
Sure. That's a valid um, point. No, I mean, like, even... When you said male privilege, I thought about corporate America rather than, like, women and men. Like, when you said male privilege, my attention automatically went to the men getting paid higher wages for the same jobs that women do, and women don't get that same pay. I Like, I think if you get a CEO and he's getting paid $400,000 a year, and they step down, or they get fired, and you hire a female CEO, that should be a bare minimum start $400,000 a year. True. You should never be like, okay, you're going to start off at 200000 and then we're going to work you up. WNBA, MBA, skills, right? It takes, it takes skills to do these things, right? But it doesn't make as much money. Like, there's not a much... At WNBA games as, as NBA games and they don't charge as much all that so the pay scales down I get it but when you said privilege male privilege I've automatically thought of like corporate America and the office because that's what I hear it most right yeah. as far as what can women do that men can't there are a few things that women that men do that women can't and it's not that can't and in in a it's not that they can't like physically do it, but some men might be better at it. And don't ask me for examples because I can't think of exact examples. Um, but there are like, for example, if it comes to like male and women privilege in like sports, right? What's happening? And I'm going to go to the side for a second. Transgender people males going into female and competing into female sports and dominating right they went into boxing beat the out of a woman down or they ran super fast and broke women records is that fair so you want equality right women say they want equality right now we put them on the same scale and then they're that's not okay right like i i don't believe in that so that's where my mind went. I didn't think about what can men do that women can't or vice versa. It just went straight to corporate. Yeah. Um, Maureen, can you keep Jimo awake? Because his eyes were closed for a little too long. No. Well, actually, I am awake. I was really focused. I was really zoned in. Wait, wait. Jimo, Jimo. No, no, no. I was really listening to Murad. I heard you. Right? Oh, 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 okay, okay. And I was absorbing what you Feeling what I'm saying, he's vibing like, what I'm saying. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I do that sometimes to no, but, uh, you know Joe Biden style. I wasn't sure. Right? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. come on now. You say Joe Biden, everybody knows you're falling asleep now. <laughs> no, I was not. I was fully listening to you. Um, Mora, that's 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 interesting. But what I think, male privilege, um, it encompasses pretty much anything. So you're absolutely right. One way of looking at it would be to look at uh, corporate, uh, the corporate world. And a valid argument may, may be available there. But I think that, is it perfect? No system is perfect. Nothing is perfect. That's, yeah. a, that's another problem. Perfection doesn't exist. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. There is no, name me one thing that's perfect other than, you know, God and you know and me. <laughs> we'll get into, yeah, I didn't want you to get to that. <laughs> you know, but like we get into a different discussion religiously at that point. But perfection in human beings does not exist, right? And our problem is that we chase it and we mm. think it's achievable. 
you don't you don't want to achieve perfection. If you achieve perfection, <clears throat> you're bored. Right? If you achieve perfection, you're bored. You well, got what nothing is perfection? to achieve. That's perfection? what I'm saying. Perfection. What is it? Perfection is in your eyes, whatever you believe is perfect. But I think you're mis not mistaken, but you're replacing perfection with like sort of like ultimate goals, right? Mm -hmm. But they're different, right? Like having a goal and achieving it is different than perfection. And I'm not I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. But um yeah, I think yeah, perfection doesn't exist. Nor should anybody be like, I want to be perfect. There is no perfect. Yeah, you guys didn't answer the question. What privileges not do men? Yeah, all. exactly. I, 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 no, no, it's all no, no. What privileges do they have? Yeah, what privileges do? Well, privileges and rights. All right, let's substitute rights. rights. Nothing, right? All right. So all the yeah, same. Well, thing. I think that's. Uh, is a different thing. All right, so enlighten me. What privileges do I enjoy? We're talking. We're not talking about Egypt, some uh, some country in Africa, a developing country. You, as a modern woman living in uh, Toronto or Richmond Hill or wherever you live, Zimbabwe by name. No, no. Can I just say something? A friend of mine. <laughs> she was we're not talking about this. Huh? Uh, a friend of mine was doing her residency in the states. I forget where she was. I want to say like Philadelphia or something like that. I, um, she happened to be doing her residency with her fiance at the time. They're both from like the, the same country, so they're the same race, same religion. But um, she mentioned that everyone actually respected him more, and it was because he was a man. They they looked the same, the same skin color, so it had nothing to do with their race. Yeah. But because he was a male, they had a lot more respect for him than they did for her. So. Like, I think Tiana, let me ask okay. you a question. Is that not like as it comes off like it's not something you can measure? And I'm not trying to say she didn't have an uh, unpleasant experiences, but it's some it's not something you you can measure objectively speaking. It's her perception of how people perceive it. It's a very uh, valid but sub subjective. I want to push back on that a little bit because well, I, I will say sorry i just want to mention that like she gave me a, a few examples of when she wanted to take time off um they allowed him to have time off and not her like it just didn't make any sense what was the reason what was the difference between them two, the, the, the two of them and it was just the simple fact that one was male one was female really i mean it could be that maybe he was more uh you know um he's better at his job who knows but that's how that's the impression Maybe he asked for time off before she sent in her request. Well, apparently it was it was pretty, and he, even he had had said that um, there, like he saw that they were, they were treating her differently. Okay, Maureen, you're going to push back. The arguments you're making could also be made for race, and I would also push back on them if somebody made them for race. If someone said, "Oh well, <clears throat> what privileges do white people have that black people don't have?" On the outside rights when we talk about rights they have the same rights are they treated the same in society in the same scenarios they are not and i would make the same argument for women as a woman for example i want to i'm going to give you a very very small simple example i have a TikTok account which i will not name it is a financial account it has twenty-five thousand followers right now and i've never shown my face on it or spoken on it why because I know the minute they see a woman running this account, and all the people who follow me are young men. If they see me, a young woman of color, running this account, then I'm going to lose everything. 
So there are, unfortunately, realistically, positions positions of power are typically thought of as male dominated or typically men are perceived as better suited to be in those positions. I don't agree that they are, but that's just how the whole world perceives it. That's why there's a lot more men presidents, a lot more men CEOs. So in terms of rights, we all have the same rights, but on like whether you like it or not, there are systems or you know stereotypes in place for different genders. And not I'm not saying that it's always a bad thing. Sometimes it's actually good and sometimes it's not. And I'm not complaining against it. I'm just saying that it is a reality. In the same way that people with race. I see it as a reality that if you are a person of color, such if you're a black person, you are going to have a harder time at the banks. You're going to have a harder time at, in certain scenarios just by the way you look for no other reason, not because you're less intelligent, less competent, less anything, just because people look at you and everyone does this. We all do this. We look at each other and make split second judgments. Oh, this person looks like this. You know how many times people have looked at me and say, you look like a party girl? I don't know what about me looks like a party girl. Maybe because I'm very, like, outspoken. I don't know. But if you get to know me, I'm not a party person at all. I like small, intimate gatherings. I don't like crowded areas. Pardon? It's the hair? Yeah, maybe. It's the devil's curly hair, as they say on The Simpsons. <laughs> but I'm saying, basically what I'm saying is we all make split-second judgments on each other just based on how we look and how we present ourselves in the world. And so, like, I think the reality is that there is a privilege that men have in certain situations and women have in certain situations. Case in point, when you're a family lawyer, who gets the like the upper hand when it comes to custody? It's almost always going to be the mother, right? No comment. Okay, well, no comment. But I I know, and it makes sense that in a custody battle, the judge or whatever court usually will try to favor the mother first. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because mothers are seen as more nurturing than fathers. I don't know. That's just how it is. And I feel like that's a female privilege that women have that over men. And so I think there are privileges that men have and privileges that women have. And that's just that's just a reality. That's just how it is. I think I think honestly, like the the this topic is a little dated for me personally. Um, I, I mean, honestly, like uh, we, to Dumo's point, like there's there's other parts. Uh, in the world that don't have the kind of privileges that we have, right? So the the simple fact that we in Western society are discussing this right now is kind of like a mute point, you know? Uh, it, it, like, it, things are the way they are. Like, you can complain about it, you can analyze it, like, but uh, at the end of the day, it, it's always going to be subject to change eventually, right? Uh, and with the implementation of like ESG and CEI and DEI and all those things that are coming up right now, like, you know, you have to hire, uh, you have to, like, it's a really a matter, like as far as corporate is concerned, you have to, it's more important to, to check boxes than to hire somebody that's right for the job, right? And, now diversity and inclusion is such a big thing in corporate world, right? That uh, 
you may not realize it. I don't know uh, if either one of you are working corporate right now, but the reality of it is that there are more women in executive leadership roles now than there has ever been throughout history, right? So times are actually changing right now. So the the, the, the idea or the, the notion that we're talking about privilege, whether, you know, uh, male privilege, women privilege, whatever, whatever, all these things are, all these concepts are, are changing very, very rapidly right now. You know, as, as a man, I honestly, I don't, I don't really care because men have been, you know, the, the, I guess the dominant of, of the, the sexes since, you know, the beginning of man, mankind, right? So we've had a pretty good run, right? Like things are changing right now. So I honestly, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see anything wrong with women taking uh, the, the lead in corporate right now. Right. But a, a lot of men have problems with it, right? Like uh, there, there's some women uh, in executive roles that focus more on women in power than the actual business itself. I don't know, I don't know if anybody has actually noticed it, but that, like women are actually in power right now in corporate in the in the corporate world. And shout out to all our subscribers. We appreciate you. We see you. We love gang, you. Gang. Yeah. Um, and everyone, don't forget to um, click the subscribe. Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. And if you have an opinion on anything or if there's anything you want us to talk about, reach out to us because we want to hear from you. We're here for you. Okay. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you to everyone. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you in the next one. Stay refreshed. Bye. Bye. Do you know how much charity Andrew Tate does to the. To the charity with the prostitutes and pimps that's what he's doing with his money he's giving it to charity the women that he's manipulating and prostituting and trafficking he's you're saying that that's okay that he gives it to charity like we should like 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 him he's i cannot like that he traffics women to me i'm sorry i don't care if he says some truth here and there no